Today on CityCast Portland, we're talking with Dia Miller, a sports photojournalist and the co-host of the Shooting Hoops podcast. Last time she was here, we talked about Dame Lillard smashing the franchise record for most points scored, uh, the high probability of the Blazers making the playoffs, and how excited the fans and she was uh, about the current team lineup, especially the acquisition of Gary Payton II. Well, things have changed. Dame is, of course, still scoring, but after a trade fiasco earlier this month, the team's lineup and reputation was left shaken. Now, even if you're not a basketball fan, we have some good sports gossip coming your way. It's Tuesday, February 21st, 2023. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. Dia, thanks again for joining us. There's been a lot of yelling on the internet right now. (laughs) More than normal? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) About specifically the Blazers. Did the team just blow themselves up? Like, why is everyone mad at the Blazers right now? Okay, so we have come up to the trade deadline, which happens in the middle of the season. It gives teams an opportunity to make some moves mid-season, but it's a very short window, and they finish out the season with the team that they have. Um, and so that's what we just passed. Wow. And I think it's been kind of surreal for Blazers fans for a lot of reasons. One of those being, it seems like it's been a real long time since we've seen a very active trade deadline. Uh, typically the Blazers are fairly quiet mid season and we were not this time at the last minute, all this stuff happened. Um, You know, we lost a couple guys that I think people really liked. We gained a couple guys that people weren't really sure about. And so everybody's yelling about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's I don't know if if, if anyone heard our last conversation, but you were really going off on on Gary Payton. I know. The second. And he's gone. He's absolutely. I I know. And it's funny because we were like we had planned to talk about him today, too, originally. And now he is no longer with us. Um, so yeah, we lost Josh Hart and Gary Payton to, um, Josh Hart was pretty straightforward. We traded him to New York, to the Knicks, and he's blowing it out of the water there. And I'm glad he ended up on an Eastern conference team because he's killing it. Mm -hmm. And we don't want that against us right now. But Gary, there has been some drama with Gary. Do you want me to kind of break that down and explain that situation? Yeah, because I mean... He ended up going to the Warriors, and I know yes. that the Warriors were really mad at the Blazers. And I want to yeah. understand a little bit more why the war. It was like yeah. they got Gary. Why are they so mad? So okay, so Gary came to us from the Warriors, uh, who you know obviously won a championship last season, and Gary was a big part of that. And he's a big defensive player, you know, just a lot of personality. We've talked about him before. So Blazers fans were really, really excited about that acquisition. The Blazers mm-hmm. paid him a lot, gave, gave him a really big contract, and he had to have surgery almost right off the bat um, for an abdominal injury similar to what we watched Dame go through last year that put him out for the most of the year. And it, um, they eventually said that physically he had healed, but that mentally he was struggling to get back into it, which is not uncommon when a player has had a big injury that they're having to come back from because it's like you get hurt and you know that your body can get hurt and then it's you kind of baby it a little bit. Um, but then Golden State wanted him back and the Blazers made a trade to send him back. 
Uh, there were reports that came out that said that he really didn't want to stay in Portland, that he really wanted to go back to Golden State. And I think anytime as a fan you hear that, that's a tough pill to swallow because you want people to want to be on your team. Right. So, so Golden State, we trade him to Golden State for, five, I believe it was five second round picks. Uh, Could you explain that to someone who's like yes. picks, like what five second yes. round picks? What does that mean? Yes. So every year there's a draft where we draft, you know, incoming players into the NBA. Uh-huh. So the, those picks are basically used to bring in new young players, but they can also be used as trade assets. So for instance, the Blazers were vocal about the fact that they wanted to move Yusuf Nurkic, our center, but there wasn't a taker for just Yusuf Nurkic. It, it, that, that didn't end up happening, at least not that the Blazers were happy with. Now, if they package him with second-round picks, that makes him more appealing to another team. So we trade Gary, and we get these picks, and part of the process of trades is uh, physical. So the team the, that the player is going to does a physical to make sure that they're in good shape. They're not getting anything that they don't know about with this trade. So what happened is Gary didn't pass his physical, um, which is not really shocking after the kind of surgery that he had. But the Warriors turned around and then accused the Blazers of withholding information. Right. So this has created this drama where Golden State is essentially accusing Portland of being shady. And Portland's like, no, you knew. Also, Gary came to us from you injured you watched him be injured. This is not really something that should be shocking. Um, so that's the the short version. <laughs> right. But I think the thing that was so frustrating about Gary is that people were just so excited about him. And I think just really wanted him on the Blazers. And so to, to really not get to see that come to fruition, it's frustrating to feel like he went out with kind of a, a bad taste in your mouth because yeah. then... It was a bad breakup. Yeah, you want to root for him, you know, at least with Josh Hart, like you're watching him go out and and do well. And you're like, yay, he's with the person he's supposed to be with. (laughs) (laughs) If we're going with if we're going with relationship analogies, you know, you can be happy for the fact that like, even though you're sad that it didn't work out between the two of you, you can be happy that, you know, he's where he belongs. But with Gary, it's hard because it was such a messy breakup. Yeah, you, you hear from people like, he didn't really like you. You're like, what? Yeah, he, I liked he him so much. Yeah, I didn't want to be with you in the first place. <laughs> yeah. God, that's awful. I hope that's not true. I also uh, saw that the other player that we lost, Josh Hart, there was this um, press conference and that came up. The Blazers came up and this is after all this, bla- the Blazers yeah. are being shady. And he came out and he did his best to clear our name, which I thought yeah. was really sweet. That even on his way out, he's like, look, that they are yeah. a classy organization, you know, and he, he didn't get into the mix, but, but just basically saying like that would never happen. Um, well, and the, in my opinion, the best part of that was he wasn't asked. He volunteered yeah. that. So he, he interrupted. Did the press conference. Like yep. I'm interrupting press- you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Inter- <laughs> <laughs> the press conference got over and he mm. was like, wait, I want to say something else. And he just took the initiative to say like, hey. This is a, a top of the line class act organization. And I think, yeah, I think that's, you know, that's, I think they needed that. 
I always think you give people the benefit of the doubt. I, as far as I know, Gary himself has not spoken directly about this. And it could be that it's not that he didn't want to be in Portland. It may just be that, you know, these are business decisions, not only for the teams, but also for the players. So, of course, if if money is offered, you're going to take that money. And what he did, you know, coming here, signing, getting the money, and then going back to Golden State they're allowed to do that. There's nothing against that, that they can't do that. So I think sometimes we as fans take things so personally, but for them at the end of the day, this is their livelihood. This is their business. This is their job. Um, and sometimes those decisions are, are business decisions. Okay, let's take a break. And when we come back, let's talk about the new players we're getting. Well, we lost these two players. Who are the new players coming in? Like, what are they bringing okay. to the team? Because we're losing defense is what, I mean. <laughs> what I'm yes. hearing. Yeah. There are two players in this that I think are really crucial um, to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think Cam Reddish and Matisse, Matisse Thibel are two players that are really crucial to talk about here, especially now having seen a, a couple games that they've played. Um, I guess Matisse he just played one, but Cam has played in two now. Um, so when this first came about, a lot of Portland fans are like, what, what are we doing here? Um, so Matisse has been not really a shooter. He's not been really an offensive player, but he's, uh, an elite defensive player. Um, and so, but, but not having offense is a little intimidating from a basketball player who's supposed to put the ball in the basket. If they aren't doing that, then, then fans are kind of like, uh, <laughs> what? what's the point? Yeah. Right. And Cam Reddish is somebody that's been kind of controversial. People seem to either really love him or really hate him. Um, But he's just inconsistent, or he has been inconsistent. But what we've seen is the two of them have come in and and fit very quickly. Um, I think Matisse Thibel is going to end up being a a Portland fan favorite. Uh, He's very likable. But the 13th on Monday, the game against the Lakers, we just kicked their butts. And it was fantastic to watch these guys come in and, and you fit actually right beat in. LA. You beat LA. Listen, they 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 actually typically do beat LA. We're actually really good at beating LA because oh. I'm pretty sure we have a rivalry that the Lakers just don't know about. So do you think these trades are giving us a better team then? I I think that's a not necessarily a yes or no answer. I think that we're getting there. I think that these are important pieces. We were able to add defense uh, while still keeping Dame, Jeremy, and Anthony Simons, all of which are, you know, 20-plus point shooters. I think Josh Hart is going to be – that one's going to be tough. But I do think that these guys can come in and fill that spot. But what we also did is we set ourselves up to make some moves, hopefully, in the summer. I think by acquiring these picks and – bringing these, you know, these assets in this summer, I would anticipate they, it's kind of make or break in my Mm -hmm. opinion. And I feel like we say that year after year after year, but with the timeline that Dame is on this summer is really going to be crucial. And I do think that they've put themselves in a position to be better after this summer for sure. So you have hope. That I do have happen. hope. Okay. I of mean, maybe I have just hope. always have hope. But yeah, I, I do. I, I don't think that these were terrible moves. 
I think it's good to see them being aggressive in going after things. And one of the things I've said about this front office is they're not attached to players like I think we've seen in the past, which for someone like me is painful because I yeah, like yeah. when our players stay. But if we want to win, that's important. And I also think that they're not afraid to to make linear moves that will eventually push us forward. I think in the past, linear moves have been made and then it's like, well, we did something, clap for us. Whereas I think now the the linear moves are being made in order to push us forward in the future. Um, and I, I think that that's a really positive thing. So there's more strategy. Like you were saying that the, the you know, front of house or I don't know, is it the front of house or the back? Front is office. this a restaurant? <laughs> a restaurant? I'm like the waiters, the blazer waiters are doing a really good job. Um, they're being more strategic. And I think yeah. this hurts a lot of people because you see your team winning and you immediately attribute it to whoever's on that team at that moment, rightfully so. But like you said, Gary barely played. Yeah, he didn't play much. He was just a promise. Like everyone was, and also he was really fantastic to watch from what you were saying. You think there might be some good stuff coming out this year? Like, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, I mean, I I think it'll be really fun to watch just from the first couple games of Cam and and Matisse. I think it's going to be really fun to watch how they fit. And how they come in and, and watch that dynamic kind of shift. Because anytime you bring in a key player to a team, you, you kind of see how they fit and shift and how things, you know, mesh. And I always think that's really exciting to watch. I'm hopeful that, you know, we start winning more games. We had such a good start to the season and then we struggled. And so I'm hopeful that maybe these changes will, you know, impact the rest of the season and will end up being a playoff team. And I would like to see us make a solid run because the way that Damian Lillard is playing right now, he should be in talks for an MVP. But there's no way that happens if we don't make a solid run. You don't think we're a shoe in anymore? Because I remember last time we spoke, we're like, we always make the playoffs, except for last time. But the, the team was not that, you know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I think I think we'll make if I if I was to put money on it, I would bet that which I won't. But <laughs> I if I were very confident. Very confident. I, I would, I would bet that they will make the playoffs. I I think that this is a team. They're not tanking. I think Dame is playing in a way where he is going to drag them into the playoffs if he has to. Um, And (laughs) so I, yeah. yeah. Um, So I, I I would bet that they make the playoffs. But I think for that to be a real conversation as far as Dame uh, being an MVP, I think that they would have to make a, a pretty deep run at the playoffs. I don't think the first round would be enough. So. We'll see. We'll see. I'm hopeful. And now for your microdose of news. Several U.S. senators, including Oregon's Ron Wyden, are accusing Fred Meyer's parent company of wage theft. Last week, they sent a letter to Kroger saying their recently installed payroll system left thousands of workers with delayed, missing, or incorrect paychecks. Now the senators, like the dream adamant version of the Avengers, are demanding to know how much money is owed to workers and how Kroger is fixing the problem. And Portland's bowtie-wearing, bike-loving, cannabis-supporting Congressman Earl Blumenauer clapped back at the Greater Idaho Movement last week. And if you're not aware of what that movement is, it's the right-wing plan to annex a large area of rural eastern Oregon into Idaho. Uh, The Idaho legislature has voted to open discussions with Oregon about the border change. And Blumenauer, he responded, yeah, I'm into it, as long as we get Boise, uh, the state capital, and Sun Valley. I mean, he's obviously joking, but Sun Valley, that does sound pretty cool. 
For more local news and events, sign up to our daily newsletter, Hey Portland. We'll throw a link in the show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Portland. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor. Share it with a friend that might like it or leave us a good review. It'll really help us out. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's.